Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Sundogs present Local Vibes. We are Sundogs, your two favorite canines. Good boy, aka good boys, aka fly boys, aka brothers hound. But those are, we won't say all of them. Yeah, we got a lot of M ones. We'd like to welcome you to the weekend. Welcome, welcome. We've got another phenomenal show today. Uh, joined in the studio in the dog house is Orphan Andy, aka ATR the Sage. How y'all been? Good, good, chilling. <laughs> we, we've been very well. We honestly, we were looking at our calendar, and last time we had you in was October of 2018. Oh, it was. Wow. That's so we'll definitely be catching up with him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah before uh, before the AU, before uh, you before, didn't switch your name. I yet. was an orphan, Andy. No, I, I didn't. I didn't have always up. I was in a very different situation. More but. information can be found at Sundogs TC as well as Orphan Andy A U. That's O R P H A N A N D Y A U, as well as Always Up Online. We'll be chatting about the formation of Always Up Entertainment, the rebrand, and the production of Lost Cause here in just a few minutes. Our next next interview is uh, Concrete Rose, Concrete Bella on Instagram, and. Uh, Last interview was okay, nice. Shouts out, okay, nice. Seeing you yeah. just drop some vinyl and merch and stuff. Exactly, so. yeah. Uh, yeah, we just had him in, so that was fun. Yeah, um, he's a good dude. You can check out our archived episodes at anchor.fm slash local vibes. Also, they're on Spotify if you search Sundogs Present Local Vibes, and also they're on YouTube, YouTube channel Sundogs TC. It's that easy. It's pretty easy. If you want to catch uh, catch us live, you can catch us on YouTube, otherwise 94.1 FM, WFNU, every Friday from 6 to 7. And that's when you want to give us a call. Studio phone, 651-313-5125. Call in now to ask Orphan Andy a question. Yeah. Ooh, do uh, that. We'll call give, in. We'll give you some good recipes. We'll give you some recipes. Maybe you can give us some recipes. Ooh, that would be nice. Just don't swear. Some Valentine's Day <laughs> ideas. Just don't swear. If you if you don't swear, we'll put you on the air. Ooh, that's a good Six five one three one three five one two five. Six five one three one three five one two five. More information can be found at Orphan Andy A U as well as Always Up Online Sundogs TC at gmail.com is where you can send uh, song requests, upcoming events, and local artist spotlight nominations. Exactly. Well, let's get right into it, gentlemen. Let's get into it. So we last talked to you at the end. 2018 so that's yeah the whole world's changed since then everything yeah everything yeah we were just uh listening back to the interview earlier today actually oh, yeah? and yeah. uh yeah you were talking about uh how you weren't performing i don't even you know what i was ready for <laughs> yeah. dropping yeah uh god loves money, money. oh yeah god yep. love money yeah and uh that was, that was a great project yeah we, we got to cut we got to cover the origin story you know playing piano in elementary school making beats uh, as a teenager played sax in middle school yep. Dad is in a cover band. yeah what kind yeah. of cover band yeah we were wondering what uh one like rock classics oh, i guess okay, i would say more broad versus yeah. like kiss specifically yeah no kiss. it was it wasn't kiss it was just uh like rock classics and it was it was mostly charity events okay, yeah yeah so uh, he was just a singer. Wow. Okay, but so like it was Robert all plants and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was all. It was called Unbridled, and it was our neighborhood was called Bridalwood, and so it was like all local like dads that no just knew way. how to play different from instruments and stuff. All from Bridalwood. Uh, yeah, I think they were all from around like the local. Well, shout out Bridalwood. Yeah, Unbridled. unbridled. My dad's <laughs> cover band back in the day. And again, this we talked to you before you. Adopted the moniker Orphan Andy, mm -hmm. and before yeah. you released God Love Money, which was the first release as Orphan Andy, correct? Ah, uh, yep, yep. So what? Uh, I mean, we can just jump into a little uh, questions for you about like rebranding. Like, what uh, what uh, made you want to switch to a new name? What made you want to have a like? Tell us all about that. Um. I don't know. I, I still release, like, my production, like, as a producer moniker. I still use ATR and the Sage and whatever. But um, it was just a time for me when 
I was going through transitions as a person. I was growing out of um, relationships and uh, music situations that I was working with people and whatever. And uh, everything just kind of changed throughout life at that time. And so uh, rebranding, I felt this was more of actually who I was and like I was able to actually tell a story with Orphan Andy and tell who I was and like what I've actually been through instead of just like trying to be a rapper like yeah who cares everyone's trying to be a rapper nowadays but like I actually have like I got some stuff to say you know that's very cool that was kind of the whole transition of that when you took it to the next level and that's that's where always up comes from too it's it's when the whole kind of situation there was falling out with a bunch of a bunch of friends and people I did music with and when all that happened it was it was kind of dark and sad and then I was like nah always up like it's I'm at a point where I can only progress and so that's kind of where the the whole label situation and company started from there that's actually my LLC and that's what everything's branded under right now so yep I mean, I don't mean to jump from one thing right to another as soon as I heard something interesting. But, uh, yeah, to recap, it was a combination of the new style of songs and uh, just wanted to have it separate from your producer stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, I actually have a whole nother. I don't know if you've heard any of the Sage Hayes stuff, too. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I just saw your guys' Instagram. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. We, uh, so that's me and my homie Hayes. He's a EDM. HV. Produce. Yeah, H-V-Z-E. Z-E. And it's actually, like, on Spotify because there's so many other ones. And, like, officially there's, like, two, like, I don't know, lines on either side or whatever. But if you you look into my, any of my socials, you'll see all his stuff, too. And uh, we we did a little, like, I won't say EDM, but, like, electronic album. And so that was that whole moniker, too. And I like to keep just... Like styles of music separately and whatnot. Yeah, and why so not? That, that's you know? my way of doing that. Plus, but, yeah, Orphan Andy is a awesome name. Yeah, and definitely so, check out the the Sage Hayes stuff. Just shameless plug. I released the album as ATR the Sage. Just like everything that I had produced, and I rapped on most of it. Uh, and this was all like at the end of last year. I released ended up releasing like four projects. I did that one, the Sage Hayes project, and then I did an EP as Orphan Andy, and then the Lost Cause album. Very so, cool. Yeah, just been working and have no plans of slowing down anything t- anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, you're saying all those uh, names are under the Always Up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about like trademarks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, everything. Very cool. The whole legality and whatever. I I. Uh, wasn't being represented on that side really before my situation it was there wasn't no actual business entities there was no legally really doing anything it was just kind of like um i don't want to knock anyone or put anything down but it wasn't as official as what i'm doing now so yeah cool cool to see moving forward oh yeah definitely always up always up exactly and yeah, what currently is the uh, umbrella or what services does Always Up offer? If any, I mean, I don't I mean, be... go to always always up, always up. online and you, you'll see everything. It's uh you can you can book our studio there. Book me as an engineer. I mean, that's like my main full-time job right now and what I'm doing. So that's that's nice to back then too. I don't think that was really my full-time. I think I was trying to get into it. But uh, I just didn't have the client base or whatever the push to actually make a full-time income off of music itself. And now it's coming in through streams and clients through studio and many different other sources through just through music. So it's really cool to see. That's so great to hear as yeah. well. Yeah, definitely. Um, you were saying Andre Marriott mastered God Love Money. Nope. Um, he produced a... Uh, a uh, string of four singles that I released right bef- right after that. One of them being my most successful song featuring Alex Wiley, the homie from Chicago, a little bigger cat. Um, but yeah, that, that one blew up once I released all that. Definitely go check that one out. Check that video out online. Uh, 
homie named he go I think he goes by Jumbles online did the it's all animated. So and yeah, and he did it to the stems which I like I hadn't really dove into the video world at that point. So you can see like everything moving with the music because he actually synced it up and everything. Oh my gosh. Definitely go check out some of Jumbles work. He's working on some stuff for the the Sage Hayes, uh, excuse me, Sage Hayes album we just put out right now, and sent me little clips of it, and I'm just like, like, how do you even do any of this? <laughs> this is a whole different world for me. How'd you but, find that guy? Um, a friend of mine actually worked with him, and uh, so yeah, it was just like a mutual connection. He had reached out and said that he had wanted to work, and I was like, I'm so swamped with just making music right now. Like, once I have like an actual album like done and like like finished i'll send you it and you can like go through it and see what you want to do and whatever and so that kind of is how everything started and from there i've just trying to been work with him as much as possible because he's very talented you know nice yeah keep it rolling yeah and yeah. keep fostering each other's talent you know definitely, what i mean definitely. i i asked about the the mastering because i was gonna ask about the production and mastering not only of the ep as orphan andy but uh, of the most recent release as well. Yeah, all the all those four projects. How long were they? Uh, how long were they in the works? Oh, in the works. Uh, since twenty. Twenty eighteen. Since I the had last interview. The outro to Lost Cause. Uh, a good six years or Crazy. something. Crazy. Um, I wanna I wanna dive into that just for a quick second just because it's such an interesting story and it kind of bases like why I have the album called Lost Cause in the first Please, place. Yeah. Um, so dude, I was living at, I was working, building Take house. Take a break in five minutes, sorry. Okay, perfect. So this will be, uh, we'll, we'll wrap up right after that. Um, person I was living with, I was working for Habitat for Humanity making houses and uh, they, I didn't really have a living situation so they housed me in like a community building. And uh, one of the roommates I had in there, he, um, I came back one night and he was just depressed and crying and not uh, in a good place in life. And I talked to him. Basically, uh, it was it was just on some dire, not wanting to be here type stuff, like some really dark stuff. And I was, it ended the conversation. We ended the conversation with, oh, he said, oh, you make music, right? Like, you have a studio in your room. And I was like, yeah, that's like, it's what I love to do. It's like, hopefully what I'm going to be doing, like, as a career eventually. So definitely. He's like, can I just, like, play some guitar in there tomorrow? And I was like, sure, definitely. Whatever, like, whatever you want. Like, I've been in that situation. So if music's your, your release and whatever, who am I to stop that so the next day he came in and um i think it was like one or two takes he did the whole outro uh and it was just the guitar and um for the longest time i didn't know what to do with it because it was it was almost a complete piece to me and uh it it was just so beautiful sonically and i thought it told a story and then once i kind of progressed through the whole 2020 and that it it resonated even more with me because i felt that situation in my own life and uh so that's when i added lyrics and sang over it and got some friends to sing background vocals that could sing better than me yes whatnot and uh so that's the second half of the outro the whole outro is actually all live guitar too but uh yeah the second half is that and so that wow. that was kind of it was, it was cool to be able to see that music directly helps in a situation like that and just the whole album basis. And music kind of ferments over time, mm-hmm. you know, in this stew of emotion and social and, change. And you if know? you're making real music at the end of the day, it's it's timeless. You know, people will go back because they it made them feel a certain way or it helped them through a certain time or they have nostalgia, it, you know, it's... It's really crazy. It's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. thing. <laughs> if you're just joining us, we are sitting down with Orphan Andy, a.k.a. ATR The Sage, a.k.a. one half of Sage Haze. Haze yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, that's literally just ATR The Sage and Haze. Boom. Real creative. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us, Sundogs TC. Follow Orphan Andy at Orphan Andy AU and make sure to check out, oh, excuse me, always... 
alwaysup.online. We're going to take a break here in a few minutes. Yeah. And two got minutes. We got, we got two whole minutes. Yeah, two I was whole feeling minutes. all rushed. That's, that's my fault. I do that like every other week. It happens. That's well, life sometimes. Um, so let's say five years from now, what do you think is the wildest merch item you'll have? You <laughs> that's some, a funny You've got some short, very unique ones currently. Yeah, I don't know. That is a very good question. I, and that's that's where I like diversifying. Like I got the cups and the hats. I got lighters right now. Um, a whole bunch of different stuff. And I, I don't know what the wildest thing would be like. Beach that, towel with you yeah, head that, to toe. Uh, that, that would be cool. Yeah, I. that's really what I strive for is just uniqueness, you know? Like, so anything out of the ordinary, I might do a limited run on or just to do some vinyl or some, like, I don't even know, you know? Like, anything's possible for real. Right. Right. Have, your, have your own headphone brand one, you know? I mean, you know, go crazy. You never know. You never <laughs> know. Real, Five though. years from now, you never know. Yeah, yeah you never that, know. And that's crazy because I, like, when we did our first interview, I never would have thought like I would be in this position at this point in time. It's literally a whole world of difference. So like, what that if, was yeah, three, if, four years ago or something. Yeah. So like, I couldn't, I can't even imagine what I'll be doing in five years. <laughs> like, what uh, What are three things that uh, you've noticed that have changed the most? As vague as you can make them in forty five seconds. Forty five seconds. We'll talk more about it here after the three break. things. Uh, confidence. Ability, and I guess just taste overall. You heard yeah. it here first, folks. Give us a call, 651-313-5125. You can ask him a question if you want. You can uh, you know, just do your regular old radio thing and do a shout-out. Stick around. Uh, we'll be back in two minutes. 651-313-5125. Orphan Andy A.U. Uh, always up dot online is where you can find more information. Sundogs TC. We're gonna be right back. Sundogs present local vibes. What's up, what's up folks? Folks. Folks. How you there doing? We hello, hello, We're back. Hello. We're back. Welcome back to Sundogs present local vibes, and we are sitting down with Owa 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 Orphan Andy. <laughs> More information can be found at OrphanAndyAU and at AlwaysUp.online. Sundogs TC is where you can find more information about your two favorite canines. But we're going to be right back into it. We were talking before the break uh, at least three things that have drastically changed since we were talking to you back in October of 2018. Confidence, ability, and taste. Expound on the confidence. what what do you think is the root has I'd, been the key to your confidence? Uh, I'd probably say two things: just working a lot and <clears throat> failing a lot. Honestly, like as to be successful, the 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 key is really just keep doing it. You know, whatever you're trying to become better at, just keep doing it. You're gonna fail a lot, but it only takes one time to really succeed to push you whatever. And so working through it. And then uh, just the circle I keep around me, uh, it wasn't such a, I don't know. We, w- we would joke around, beat each other down more than, like, actually uplift and build confidence at the time. It was, it was like, it was just fun and whatever, but it, it wasn't, like, something that, like, I would hang around all the homies and, like, I would go home and be, like, feel like I gained a lot of confidence, you know? It was just, like... We did what we did and we chilled, but it's it's definitely like the people you keep around. It, what did they say? Like you become the five closest people. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like a that. A combination of and your the people closest to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I butchered that quote, but that's that's I mean, the that's, that's the essence sure. of it. You know, just working hard, uh, progressing, and watching who you keep around because that's really it's really it really leaks into you whether you know it or not. Yeah, totally. And ability, obviously, like you're saying, you keep at something and you get better. Yeah, ability. Uh, another thing of that, too, is like just doing the whole Sage Haze project, working with, uh, I have a client now who who does, sings R&B in English, Spanish, and Greek. Oh. And so working with, like, when, when you're working with someone that's speaking a different language, you don't know exactly what they're saying. 
Just and so like you're, you're going off the tones of the music and the tones that they're providing and i don't know all that and the saint jay stuff has just helped me progress in different ways because like i'm sure i can make a trap beat whatever i can do that over and over again and if that's all i do i'm gonna get real good at that but i'm not really gonna expand and become better overall but just doing different stuff and keeping at it, you know? Yeah, before the show, you were talking a little bit about um, honing in on just a few, a handful of things mm -hmm. versus trying to do 12 different projects at once. Yeah, well, I'm always at, trying at, at to first, do 12 different projects yeah. at once, but like mu that's that's just like musically and because I have ADHD and No, whatnot. I feel you. Yeah. But, and, and I feel like the goal is to have the ability to diversify, to be able to keep a few plates exactly, in the air. Exactly. Wear a lot of hats. Wear a lot eventually. of hats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, taste. Taste. Mm -hmm. It's just overall growing up. You know, like I'm. I just turned 29. Never thought I'd make it this far. Literally, like, never ever. And I, I cried a little bit when I turned 29 because it's just like, a lot like, I don't know. You go through so much, and especially through the past couple of years, it's like. I don't know. Life gets hard, and so. Uh, what do you mean? It, if you want to expand on that, it just I I had COVID for a while. I just dealing with, um, being locked in the same. Like I'm a very much, I'm everywhere doing everything, whatever. Being locked in a in the in a room for a year, yeah. pretty much. Like I was either there or in my studio. So it's like, it, it. I don't know. You grow through different things and learn different things and that just in influences you you know yeah how did COVID positively or negatively influence your artistry your work ethic i think it gave me time to step back which is really it, it hugely influenced me in that way because i'm so fast forward like like i always want to release an album and then do no po no promo and just like keep recording and go on to the next and whatever mm, yeah, and it really no roll out no yeah and it really it really made me step back and like oh if i release this now sure it's whatever but like i can't do any proper promo i can't do shows i can't whatever and so it it made me rethink my mentality about everything i was doing yeah. and honestly it just made me go harder like i would record every other day like like 10 songs a week type stuff and and like i i'm very deep with the music that I want to say deep. That's a bad word for it. But I have a lot of stuff because it, it I just created through everything, through the depression and the not wanting to deal with the COVID situation and dealing with a bunch of other situations. Just just create through it and put the, uh, what, was, what was the term I always like to use? Weaponize your emotions. You know? Put the emotions onto something that's, that makes it more of a progression of you getting them over. Than push, just like sulking, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's what that's what developed the taste, you know. Yeah, the uh, yeah the years. Um, going back to uh, the people you keep around you, you were talking about Demon Mar Demon Marcus. I was mm -hmm. commenting on the YouTube. Demon Marcus. He says, "What up?" So what up? Uh, what Demon. up? What up, Demon? And he, uh, uh, he's on a couple tracks on the album. He uh, he. Uh -huh. Yeah, I don't really have any features except for Bobby, but I have a lot of people that help me with stuff. He did background vocals on a couple of the joints. Nice. X did background vocals on a couple of joints. Got the homie Carlo did live guitar on the first part of the outro. Uh, just, I don't know, throw, throwing all the homies in as many ways as I can, you know? Yeah, what about the uh, Orphan Andy EP you were mentioning? Any features the, on that? The EP, any... there actually was. Um... I think he goes by Bump Ugly or Ugly AF or I'm not, I I don't really I just know him because he he has a studio in the same building as me and and we've always kind of just like seen each other in passing and been homies through that and whatnot and uh, I had had this song for a while and I uh, one of his songs has been in like my Spotify shuffle every once in a while and I heard it like right after making this song and I was like. He would fit perfect on that, and I just kind of—I didn't even know I was gonna release like a prior EP. I just wanted to kind of build more towards Lost Cause, and so I like—I was like, I got like hundreds of songs that I could go through to make an EP. So I just went through, got a good bunch, and then I was like, 
all right, like this is the only one that needs a verse, and and I had just heard his song, so I sent it right to him, and he was very prompt on getting that and getting it back to me, which I always love to see, because when you see people as eager about your music as you are, it's it's just a great feeling. Yeah, and one more person I wanted to ask you about is your uh, manager. You got a manager now? Always uh, had a manager. What's going manager, on? Manager, uh, business associate. I don't know. He, he fills a lot of. Fills a lot of hats. Um, How'd you guys uh, meet? I've known him for a while, just just through music and and organic relationships and whatnot, and that's really what's been. I don't know. He's helped me out with a lot of the business side of it. He did a. He helped me edit and uh, basically make that trouble video I just released. No way. Yeah, I had a couple of homies film it, but we had some uh, issues on the film side, so to speak. Classic. And uh. And so Klee came in and uh, he did, has done video work for a long time. And so he came in and was very professional about everything. And we built the, the business relationship from that of just actually working and being good at what you do and being smart. And I'm a very uh, out there person. Like I say what's on my mind a little too much sometimes and whatever. And uh so him and X and I don't know a lot of a lot of the people that are at my close circle now have been making me uh, I don't want to say overthink but like think about what I'm actually putting out there and saying and then being able to actually think about it from a different pers think about anything the music or the business of anything from a different perspective is is crucial so yeah he's definitely been helping with that. being able to candidly speak. Is, yeah. is huge but uh at the same time is is dangerous sometimes oh, very dangerous because uh it's free speech you know not everyone's gonna like what you're saying yeah, yeah. but that's life that's how you know you're saying something though yeah. people feel way about it if you're just joining us we are sundogs sitting down with orphan andy talking about we're catching up honestly we're we're trudging through the covid years currently uh, more information can be found at orphanandyau as well as alwaysup.online. Sundogs TC is where you can find more information about the Midwest Mutts. Very Midwest nice. That's Mutts. And let's dive right into the development <laughs> and production of Lost Cause. Yeah, that one's that one's crazy. What was it? Uh, December, November of 2021. <clears throat> my birthday. Actually, I released it uh, New Year's Eve. Oh. Yeah. So technically, it was like last year, but first day of this year. I don't yeah. know how to go so, last so do you consider it 2021 or 2022? I I'd consider it this year just because. Uh, my birthday is always just kind of like a skip day for me because it, it, everyone's celebrating on New Year's Eve, you know, and like it's no one's going to pay attention to an album release as much as I would like to think everyone wants to stop their partying and listen to me. Like, nah, so like I, I would say it's, it's like the start of this year, you know. Very cool. Yeah, it's a cool way to look at it too because yeah. it's like this is... This is the new. It the, this the is kickoff doesn't next. get much bigger than that. You got yeah. Grammy award uh, production and verses and whatnot. Like that's what that's what was really crazy about it. Seeing somebody else that had so much success in the music, the actual music industry, you know, Grammys and whatnot. Like that. That's still like. Like, I used to do beat battles with Bobby way back in the day, and, like, we would perform at whatever Red, or, I don't know, all all across Minnesota, and, and like, no one would show up. Like, five, ten people, and, and seeing his progression through that, and him still being such a dope dude, and, like, willing to, he produced Low Life for me, that first, or I think it's, like, the second song on there, and then uh, did the feature on Save Yourself, which is probably, like, my yeah, we're gonna play that of, later. Yeah, probably my favorite off of the project. So you guys go back, back. Yeah, back, back, and it, it's cool to see people still being real. Sometimes people get in that position, and it's like, nah, I don't know you anymore. Like we used to tape, but no, nah, he's he's a good dude around around. He's about to be up here for a show with the Waterwave homies on uh, March. I don't know, early March. So definitely check that out. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Poor House Downtown is about to be having that, so it'll be fun. Hopefully hopefully start kicking off more live music around the yes. Twin Cities, because uh, yeah, it's been pretty desolate lately. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, you were speak. I mean, live music. Your music incorporates guitars, strings. Oh, yeah. I mean, there isn't a genre. Yeah. And I before the show, you reiterated. You know what I mean? It's not. You don't want to be constrained by one or even two or three genres. And I, I never define it. I don't go into it like I'm gonna make the hardest trap song ever or any. You know, like I. It's it's just whatever flows flows, and that's that's what Rick Rubin once said. It's not your job to define anything after you release it. It's your job to make it and release it. Other than that, like anyone else can describe it however, and that's up to them, and they'll interpret it however they want. That's but. yeah, art is uh, open to interpretation. Exactly, exactly. Which is nice, cause yeah, I'll even like if I make a song, I can listen to it a few years later, and it means something totally something else to me. Mm -hmm. Where it's like mm -hmm. at the time, it was like super obvious what it meant to me. And yeah. Now that I've kind of lost touch with that. Uh, you know, it that part of me is like smaller, like further in the rear view. Uh, it, the song means something Just totally else. It's like, oh, this is exactly. a party song. I had no idea. You know, I was like, exactly. Or accidentally listening to a song at uh, 125 speed. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it's like okay. That's what's fun about DJing too. Every once in a while, I don't do it as much anymore, but. Uh, you you get to hear songs in different capacities mixed with other songs and whatnot. Like, yeah, I got the homie Rich Lee, who, who is one of the craziest DJs I've ever seen. Cause he'll like mix some Michael Jackson with some like I don't even know some like trap hard hit, and like the transitions will just be beautiful and all. And have never like pictured or even thought about those pieces going together in such like a beautiful. Way and this is crazy. Um, predominantly electronic mixing or physical? Like he's got four turntables going type of thing. Uh, I mean, he doesn't do the whole four turn turntable thing a lot. I don't know his operations now, more or less. But uh, yeah. he would just really like do a bunch of clubs and whatever oh, nice. uh, a few years ago before all the COVID stuff. And so whenever, hopefully, whenever he gets back he, at it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think he he's been continual with it. I've just been uh, so focused on my own, whatever. Haven't been able to really. I, I produce with him and stuff every once in a while, but I don't go to a lot of events. Uh, I've just limited all that, and yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I'll be able to get out to more of his events and just events in general in the in the n very near future. Yeah, so. exactly. Back to doing what you want. Yeah, exactly. I, it, it's weird having to go through such a long time of like just completely changing your lifestyle to yeah it feels weird yeah yeah when stuff kind of settles back down any venues you're excited to return to if they even exist anymore um no no i'm trying to uh play more I'm, of a behind the scenes role no or? i'm uh i don't know if i want to dive fully into it but i'm trying to i'm trying to go bigger than all that like I want, I want, I want to own the venue. I want to do the my own. Like I don't want nobody taking off door, taking off bar tabs, saying I only had twenty people when fifty people showed up. You know, like like true freedom, true freedom with that, and that's an artist empowerment through that. Yeah, and because Lost Cause is very much like the live aspect of like the instrumentation or whatever, I I haven't even really thought about how I would implement that and I would would want to do it properly. I wouldn't want to just like have the backtrack playing and then me rapping like and then one guy on one amp. Yeah. Yeah, in any situation, I w I would want to do it proper and so I I've been just like I think I might do some like live streams of performances and whatnot. Yeah, and so start with that. But like I wanna, I'm, I'm looking into getting venues and yes. and actually creating. Cause like I feel like the scene was just pretty much obliterated within the past couple of years. And like some some of it needed to happen, but like that what like all our venues that where usual locations are not really here anymore. Exactly. Right. We'll, we'll I mean, definitely talk after oh, the show right. about, uh, you know, some of these yeah. vacant theaters and venues. Yeah, yeah, because the there's a lot. I went searching the other week, and there's there's a lot out there for possibilities as venues and whatnot. If you've uh, 
If you got a venue for sale, call us up. 651-313-5125. We are sitting down with Orphan Andy. When we come back from our break here in about 15 seconds, we're going to be talking about two of the tracks off of the most recent release, Lost Cause, Orphan Andy AU, and AlwaysUp.online, as well as Sundogs TC is where you can find more information. We'll be right back. Sundogs present. Local vibes. Welcome back to Sundogs Present Local Vibes. We are sitting down here with Orphan Andy, and I was looking at the materials your reps were sent, your, that your reps sent over. Yeah. And they sent over two tracks off of Lost Cause. Mm -hmm. Trouble, the opening track, track yeah. number one. Power. One with the music Powerful. video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Save Yourself featuring Bobby Raps, the fifth track off of Lost Cause. Correct, yeah. Let's dive right into that. You talked a little bit about the, the closing track. Let's talk about the, the influence and the production and the journey. On, that, on the project trouble. as a whole? The Our opening, trouble. opening trouble. track. Yeah, let's start. Yeah, that, um, I feel like the, I love that track because the sample is so smooth and everything, but it's also so me to Did the core. Did you make the beat? Yeah, I made, made all, I made every, I, very cool. I mean, now I'm stretching to where I'm working with other producers, but I have a lot of projects where I, yeah. I pretty much do everything. I just didn't know when it was switching over. Oh yeah, to no. The, and you're no. saying this uh, the the sample and it is smooth live instrumentation. Uh, that that I think that one is sample based. That that first one, but uh, most of the other ones are have a lot of actual instrumentation and whatnot. Ooh, but uh, what I, I really like about that one is the story on it because I'm actually t like. I'm not trying to be hard with it, but I'm actually talking about like stuff I've never talked about and the origin of my name and like I don't know. I, I didn't I, know. I just thought it was an awesome play on uh, Orphan Annie. Yeah, no, 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 it is. But I was an actual orphan, yeah. you know, like and I was in foster home and adopted when I was young and whatever. And that's what the whole track talks about. And growing up, I didn't really know how to talk about any of that. And it wasn't that I was like afraid to. I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't didn't feel the need to and whatever. And with lost causes, like that's the root of what created me as a person. So it's I really had to start it off with that one and tell my story and actually get it out there in a way that I felt uh, represented me well. You know, set the stage exactly. For real, set the stage. We. We were talking before the show. We were curious to know if most orphanages or what the technical term is um, are, are they usually state state run or are they private orphanages? Is it city run? Honestly, at this point, I I need to do more research on that. I know back then I feel like it was a lot more private. Like I think may maybe orphanage and... orphanages were public government entities but foster homes were or something no, i don't i don't know like the exact sure. definition of either because foster whatever. home versus foster care foster yeah. care is like the in between the yeah and fo uh, foster care uh, there's I, I don't know the exact systems of who runs what and whatnot but i know like they're they're Child Protective Services mm -hmm. is what, like, places you into that. Yeah. And so I don't know how government-run any of that is or anything. Interesting, but, interesting. Yeah. Just curious, just curious. Yeah. And we I mean, and I, and I don't know how a lot of that runs uh -huh. right now because, obviously, I've been out of that for oh, a long, yeah. long time. But, Two uh, there's, years. <laughs> no, but there's definitely, like, that's that's an average day. That's an average thing for a lot of children and people, you know, and that's why it was nice to actually be able to get it out there and like really relate to people like that's where i'm gonna catch a lot of real fans it's like relatability on on actual life things you know that's what i try to uh, anyone can rap about money and all this whatever exactly. artificial it's the mess, a true the truth has a ring to it mm -hmm, you know what i'm saying you can definitely that, hear. and i feel like that's where i've always connected most about music too is like the emotion and, and and whatever you feel from like really like feeling a lyric or something like that and so that's what i want to try to get out there you know nice yeah from yeah. here moving forward um how long had you had the instrumental before uh you had lyrics oh that one for uh, the opening track Trouble. Trouble. uh i don't know i think that one i 
what a lot of times I'd, I'll do is I'll make the beat and then I'll freestyle over it and then I'll keep the, I'll sit on that for a while. Nice. Take the best flows from and that. Yeah, and kind of orchestrate around like, the I'm melodies. And, yeah, and, and get the, and like, um, I might actually write out the lyrics at that point and whatnot, or I'll just go in and freestyle take each one until I get enough and then sew that together. I don't know, it's a bunch of different processes, but that one probably didn't have nearly as long. I try not to keep stuff a lot, yeah. very long, but like, at the rate I was making music the past two, three... Whoa. Oh, we got a phone Flash call. Flash. We got a call. At, at the rate that you were making music in the past two, three years... Continue. I have a lot collected up. And so a lot of it will probably sit for a while while I promote and do business on the other stuff. Yeah, but, what's your typical turnaround? Can't hear? Can't hear. Oh, can't hear you. Maybe try calling hey, back? Call yeah, back if you just called in. Um... So, yeah, we, we'll usually pick it up and then patch it in, and then we'll be able to hear it. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, what's your typical turnover? How long will you sit on a beat or sit on a song? I mean, you were saying you had things for six years. For yeah, that was just, just the one instrumental. Oh, well, Because like, I, I had to feel like sometimes you get the instrumental and you're not in that zone. And I don't want to like approach it from like a hyphy zone, but the the instrumental is like bittersweet and whatever, you know. So like, I really had to get to a point where I felt I related to it just musically and sonically. But a usual turnaround probably like I I want to say around a couple of years, which is weird. Hey, teach their own. It's weird to me because like, what by the time I release something, I've made the beat recorded on it, mixed it, did all the editing, did arrangement, and then mastered it, and then did clean versions and whatever. So I've sat with it for so long that, like, I'm happy to get it out there. But, like, there's just so much that it's, it's, it usually takes a couple of years. Um, and before we played these two tracks here in about, uh, I want to say, four minutes, just tell us a little bit about Save Yourself featuring Bobby Rapp. Uh, Save Yourself, um, that one I had for a, for a little bit, and it uh, me and the homie Rich Lee actually produced that one. Mm. And uh, that I had my own part on that for a little bit, and I had always been wanting, since I had Bobby produce the other one, I had been wanting a feature from him too. And I just had to like, like I knew he would be down for whatever if it was good, but I just had to approach it right and get the right like, because he has such a range and can like, he can hit them beautiful singing notes and like do actual like other like harder rap stuff and whatnot. And but I wanted like that, that beautifulness, the singing plus like the emotion whatever that he can really portray. And so that's why I had to send that one to him and get him on that and. Very nice. Yeah. Not to put anybody on uh, blast or anything, how long did it take him to get back to you with the verse? Uh, I don't know. He's always been very, like, he he was probably the best out of all I've I've worked with. Uh, his turnaround was definitely quick. Um, Alex Wiley, not so much. He was cool. But uh, a lot, but a lot of a lot of people are like, if they feel the song, like Casey did his feature in uh, less than a month. Casey Pluto, definitely look into him if you haven't yeah, yet. Yeah, no, I'm just he's seeing about, all this cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's about to be the next uh, Yeezy sound release guy that's uh, coming up under Kanye. Wrote a lot of Kanye songs and. A lot from of that Chicago stuff. as well? No, he's from here. No way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my he used goodness. To, he used to uh, be homies with uh, Lexi, Elijah, and a bunch of a bunch of local cats. And uh, I think through his manager, Boo, he met Kanye, and now that's Kanye's manager, too. And so he's been building with him, and I had the opportunity to work with him. And he was crazy quick with it. And, like, just some of the... just the sonics that he thinks of is like just on a different level and completely transform the track. That's awesome. Yeah, but usually usually if, if if it's a good enough song in your mind they're going to get it back to you like within a couple months at least, but people would be busy, you know? Yeah, like and I, and I don't know really know anyone's 
full situation that I'm working with a lot of times. Yeah. Like, I'll be sending out to people and whatnot. So, like, yeah, maybe they're on tour. They're not going to get yeah. back to you for, like, eight months at least. I, yeah, what's you know? your, uh, do you got, like, a method? Say you've never had them feature on anything before. You want them to feature on it. Oh, you I, send, I, send them the thing? Yeah, I have lots of those. Or do you butter I, them up first? Uh, no, no. I, I try to, I used to try to, like, force whatever but i i try to be more organic with with whatever and like artists i actually vibe with and like whatever with that um and it's it's just business at that at that point you know like as much as i don't like i uh it's not that i don't like the business around it i just uh, business is is the opposite of art for me almost and so it's that whole to pimp a butterfly concept like but you just got to be business-minded with it. Like, don't send the full payment all at once or else they're not going to finish it because they have no incentive. Send half of if you're If you're paying for something, which is an investment into your artistry at the end of the day, whether it's production or features or anything, mix and master, you know? Like, make sure you pay, like, talk with them, make sure the business is right and everything, and, and that both sides understand it because I feel like a lot of people will not talk that over and and just take an artist for oh they're doing five hundred dollars features like let's all throw in and get five hundred dollars and send it to them right away and we'll send them the song and then uh, get mad when they never hear back and it's like well you approached it completely wrong and then just expected it to go right for you like it's not necessarily how everything works uh, we're gonna play these songs in about 45 seconds. Any Perfect. other final tasty tidbits or advice other than those two or three you just gave us in regards to artist relations? Uh, I mean, just try to try to be organic with it. What, like, what's meant for you will find you, you know? At the end of the day. Those are words to live by. Facts, facts. That's, that's some sage wisdom right there. Uh -huh. <laughs> Thank you so much again, Orphan Andy, for sitting down with us again. Hey, thanks for having me. We yeah. look forward to continuing always. to watch the rise. Definitely. And Definitely. The, the growth of Always Up and of your own artistry. Hey, I appreciate that. Y'all too. Heck yeah. We're on the top floor now. Yeah. Top floor, More baby. information can be found at orphanandyau, alwaysup.online, and Sundogs TC. This has been Sundogs Present. A local vibe. Local see vibes. you next week. We'll see you next week. Bow wow. Used to be homeless ish. Orphanage hate the kid. Foster home hit a lick. Uncle Sam paid him big. More you got, more you get. They say I never had you. Got adopted at six. Adopted parents were rich. They moved me out to the birds. I brought my bag full of tricks. I had to make this life work. I came from here to licks. I've been to Zedar. Feeling Jedi. Too rich for the Jedar. Find me on the red dot. Money calling me. It's automatic, try and make me to a man that's good or malice I don't mention it, move along when the devil's testing it Wrecking this, lately feeling reckless Trying to find a fool to give among all this other stuff You find me turning nothing into something like a magic trick I'm done with this, and the time's coming Where you running, who you running with? Money calling me Thank <laughs> you.
Yeah, I've been on my way up. Told her don't wait for me. Told her go pray for me. No, I'll be fine, you'll see. I've been on my way up. Told her don't wait for me. Told her go pray for me. Told her go save yourself. Go save yourself. Too much on my plate, me and you not the same Think it's time to separate, coming up, made a name Ain't no stain, not ashamed, how it goes, let it play Let the snow make it rain Feel the hate, I've been hurt, numb the pain I get turned every day, I've been burned See the scars, no concern, let it fade Meditate, let it go, run away No mistake, we'll be fine, you got time, find a way yeah, I've been on my way up Told her don't wait for me Told her go pray for me No, I'll be fine, you'll see I've been on my way up Told her don't wait for me Told her go pray for me Told her go save yourself Go save yourself Straight to hell. Yeah, nobody can help you, but yo. No, it's hard to tell me the truth. Already came to the conclusion. You like making excuses. When that don't fly though. My dog like fire. Exhaling smoke like spiral. Exos gonna tear my spinal. And it broke that. Life ain't no VCR. No rewind, can't go back. Ever find a way like me? Yes, you know. I've been on my way up Told her don't wait for me Told her go pray for me No, I'll be fine, you'll see I've been on my way up Told her don't wait for me Told her go pray for me Told her go save yourself Gonna save yourself Told her go pray for me Told her go save yourself Gonna save yourself Told her go pray for me Save yourself. Don't save yourself. Don't save yourself. Don't save yourself. Save yourself.